Welcome to this week's Screen Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And last week I started a bit of a series here on fruit trees for the home orchard, and I addressed dwarfness, and that's important in terms of uh, how many trees you get to put in your backyard because uh, at maturity these sizes can uh, can really make a difference in how many trees you're going to be able to put in your backyard, in your home orchard. And uh, this week I wanted to talk about um, training your fruit trees because this is what allows them to come into bearing and give you good fruit production as early as possible. And it allows you to manage the structure of the tree, uh, the scaffolds and the canopies. And that goes towards the management of foliar diseases and cover sprays as the fruit tree does come into production. And you're putting your cover sprays on your apples if that's the direction you're going. Uh, There's also ways to manage uh, home orchards in an organic manner. There are organic pesticides available. There are other cultural practices that can be done for the organic grower. So this is certainly doable whether you're someone that's going to go the traditional route or do something more natural or organic for your home orchard. One of the things that makes apples happen uh, throughout the canopy of the tree is sunlight. And so when we're training our trees, we're putting a scaffold, we're creating a set of branches that allow great air circulation, and that goes towards disease prevention. And then we're also talking about the fact that for a flower bud to occur in the canopy of your fruit tree requires a good amount of sunlight. That's why we prune the way we do to allow as much light penetration down into the canopy as possible. So we really do start training our fruit trees the the year, the day we plant the tree in our home orchard, in the grid pattern we use or along the back fence, wherever you're going to put your fruit trees. Because it's that what we do that first year and two and three that really make a difference for the longevity of the tree down the road and how productive it is and how well we're able to manage the size of the fruit tree. If you, again, if you really don't uh, pay attention to pruning and decide, like many home orchardists do, uh, that, well, I'll let it grow a couple, three years, and then I'll start to train it, the, the challenge that you end up with is that you end up with a tree that's larger than the catalog ever suggested it might be and larger than you really want in, in your home orchard in your backyard. So in order to keep the tree as small as possible for as long as possible, that training that very first year is really, is really critical. And uh, typically then, when the trees are larger than you wanted, uh, just general care and maintenance becomes more difficult. You do typically end up with more insects and diseases unless you step up that effort in those two areas on those slightly larger than expected trees. So we're training the tree for structure, and uh, I started out last week talking about apples. And for an apple tree, for example, we use something, typically use something called a central leader system. This gives our fruit tree a similar look to ornamental plants in our yard, yet uh, is a way that we can generate a good amount of fruit production on that tree as well. If you visited Pick Your Own Orchards or visit the farm stands that have a small orchard with them, you will see that the fruit trees out there look quite dissimilar to what we do in the home setting. Their sole purpose is they're pruned for fruit production and appearance isn't such an issue. In the home backyard, how the tree looks is a bit more important to us. So we typically use the central leader system on in apples. We'll use an open center system on our stone fruits. 
and pretty much a central system on our pear trees, for example. So it's how we train them starting that year one that makes such a difference down the road. So that's something to keep in mind as you're thinking about space requirements, how much work you're going to want to put into it. It's going to be a lot nicer and a lot more fun to just walk out and do any pruning, any spraying, any monitoring, any harvesting, any thinning of the fruits uh, standing on the ground. So you don't need a ladder, you don't need a step stool. That's the easiest way to do it. And if these trees get larger than that, larger than six to eight feet in height and width, then we're on the ladder. And that always, whatever it is you got to do, it always takes more time that way. So that's why I'm stressing start to train and prune your tree and get the structure started that, that very first year. So on a fruit tree with this central leader system, what we're really addressing is something called you want a central leader, that piece of trunk that starts at the soil line, and you can see it going right up through the center of the tree just as we would on an ornamental. But off of that central leader become these, for orchard purposes, they're called scaffolds. These are the horizontal branches that, that come off the central leader. And we pretty much train the tree in layers. We have the first branches starting relatively low, which is, again, another surprise for home orchardists. Those first branches should be somewhere around 20 to 24 inches off the soil, which will bring in other management issues later on when we're talking about um, maintenance underneath the tree if you're trying to mow and those kinds of things because you want that first set of scaffolds relatively low so that by the time you have generated, say, three sets of these scaffolds up the central leader, your tree isn't much more than six to eight feet tall in the end. If you start higher than that at three feet and then put on three scaffolds, you already have a, already have a tree that you're going to need a small stepladder to handle. So that's a very important part about training for the scaffold branches. The other part of training for the scaffold branches is that a horizontal branch in its direction will bear a lot more fruit than a branch that goes straight up or goes up at more than a 45-degree angle. That's the other part of the training of your tree is to manage the scaffold branch angles as well, and you want to promote those more horizontal branches, which will produce more fruit, uh, I shouldn't say more fruit, but fruit quicker at least, than uh, a branch structure otherwise. So that's some of the information I wanted to share this week on the training of your tree. You really need to start out the year you put it in the ground, and you can start to have fruit as early as three years, depending upon the varieties, cultivars, apples, cherries, peaches, whatever it is you might plant. So that's kind of important. So it's the early training that makes such a difference. So if you start with a dwarfing style trees, dwarfing cultivars, you start pruning the first year, you begin to get fruit maybe year, some fruits beginning as early as year three. And when it's all over with, you still have a tree that's uh, giving you quite a bit of fruit and you have a tree that you can manage just by walking up to, and you don't need extra stepladders and equipment like that. So that's, that's the goal here. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. We'll talk more next week on uh, the planting requirements of, of fruit trees in the home orchard. And again, we'll talk to everybody again next week.